You're listening to the ROE, episode six. Welcome everybody to the ROE or Rico on Everything. I am your host Rico. Today we have a very special guest, actually two guests, close personal friends of mine, Bridget and Tommy. And today they're going to share their story, kind of an amazing story actually if you ask me, about their daughter, Shannon Marie. I'm very happy that I was able to get Bridget and Tommy to share their story with everybody. So without further ado, let's go to the Skype call that I had with them earlier. Hello? You there, bud? Yeah. All right. So we're here today with Bridget and Tommy. Hi, friends. Hey, how you doing? So you guys got the gift I sent, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, thank, yeah, you. thank you. Yeah, that was no awesome. problem. Yeah. yeah. But uh, now those are the only diapers that fit her. Yeah? <laughs> For some reason, she grew out of the newborn ones we bought, so we're, we're raiding that basket, so we appreciate that. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it was my pleasure. It was my pleasure. It was actually, if you guys remember Jordan, his sister started a small company called Cherish Creations, and uh-huh. she put it together like in half a morning and wrote me back and was like, here's a picture. I was like, holy crap. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm glad you guys were able to get that uh, as soon as you did. Thank you. I'm very glad you guys liked it and you guys are enjoying it. Definitely have you guys in my thoughts. Thanks, bud. So I have... I have a little text that you got that uh, Bridget provided in the morning that caused a lot of uproar. Uh, Over on the Facebook, it said... I delivered my own baby today. How was your morning coming along? <laughs> Pretty badass. Yeah, I, I'd say it was really badass. I, I don't think I could do that. <laughs> I shot a line before I went to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Tell us about how that happened or what what happened. You said you woke up at 4 in the morning or 4.40 in the morning and you started having contractions? Yeah. No, I had I just woke up at 4.40 and, um, yeah, I wasn't sure if my water had broke or not, so I went to the bathroom and then uh, I had a contraction and I went in to wake up Tommy and then it just started. Um, they wow. just kept coming. Um um, and I would, I don't even think, think I had like a minute break in between the first and the second one. Um, and so Tommy went ahead and called the midwife. Um, I went back into the bathroom and I, it wasn't setting into me. Like it wasn't clicking. Like these contractions are too close together. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't hitting me that like, you know, this labor is happening too fast. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought that we were going to be laboring for a few hours at home. So I had gotten into, um, I got into the shower to try to help relieve some of the pain that I was in. Okay. And as soon as I got into the shower, I mean, it was so intense. It it dropped me to my knees and that's when I knew 
like it's this isn't normal and um i got out of the shower i yelled at tommy to call an ambulance Uh and uh i don't know if it was quite clicking with him Uh how fast things were going (laughs) yeah but he walked into the bathroom um with 911 and um on the line and i just looked at him and i said this baby's coming and and out she came. Yeah. <laughs> it was so. I mean, I I walked into the bathroom at four forty, and then mm-hmm. she came at four fifty six. Yeah. Wow. Um, and it was minutes. that fast. Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap. So it was. Yeah, it was intense, and um, you know, I never expected to have to like deliver and catch my own child <laughs> no nobody, I nobody never wakes thought. up like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> not not on my to-do list Is yeah right? i didn't think that um what we went through was even physically possible i had never even heard of somebody having a labor that fast wow yeah. um i mean it was it was intense it was most intense like physical pain that I had ever been in. It was most intense emotional morning. I think that like we were, everything happened so fast. I don't even know if we had a chance to like really have it set in um, what had happened to us until like maybe an hour later. <laughs> After you already well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, well, then once it set in, I said, I'm going to go get something to eat. And she was like, uh, I went down to get something to eat and I kind of started to look at some of the food and I was like, I'm not hungry. I was like, I bet Bridget is. <laughs> So I got her chipped beef and gravy on biscuits. And so an hour later, her processing processing everything that was going on was her eating chipped beef and gravy and sausage and bacon and coffee. And, and it was pretty, pretty, pretty badass. Like she's continuing the, continuing the badassery. Yeah. So. And she's just like, she's just like eating and she's like, I just had a baby, didn't yeah. I? <laughs> yeah. I will say that, I mean, while that was – it was scary not having a medical professional there just in case something had gone wrong. Right. Um, there was such a huge difference between having that natural fast birth versus the one that we had with our first child in the yeah. hospital. I mean, mm-hmm. I was, I felt physically fine. Like when the ambulance showed up, like I stood up and like basically like got myself dressed and was ready to just walk out, out of the house. Like <laughs> yeah. I was good to go. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I remember, yeah, Yeah. I was just like, (laughs) let's go, let's do this. (laughs) We stopped by Arby's first. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. So, so Tommy, so you went and you started to call 911 and what was going through your head? Were you like, I I better go boil water or like, (laughs) get some clean, get some clean linens and boil the, boil the water, get the hay ready. Get the hay ready. (laughs) It's no, coming. I um, yeah. Well, so she, she, so I guess to back up a little bit. I mean, she woke me up. Um, it was early in the morning, so you know there. And mm-hmm. then um, I slapped on some pants, slapped on some contacts, and was kind of shaking the fog off a little bit. Mm-hmm. And she was pacing around in the bathroom and stuff. And I was trying to get information from her, like how far apart are your contractions. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I asked you where the midwife's phone number was, and there wasn't a whole lot of communication on because she every time I asked her something. <laughs> She would yell, "Stop talking to me!" So <laughs> I was, I was kind of wagging, wagging it all going on there. 
Um, so I called the midwife and we both kind of clued in at the same time. I mentioned to the midwife because I was kind of half in the bathroom, half out in the hallway. And I mm -hmm. said to the midwife, I was like, yeah, her contractions are about two minutes, two and a half minutes apart. Mm -hmm. and as, as this is leaving my mouth, I'm kind of like, oh, that doesn't sound right at all. Like <laughs> they should be like 15, 20 minutes apart, <laughs> not two, two and a half. So I'm like, okay, um, we got to go, like get the bags in, let's get, get in the car and get out of here. Mm -hmm. And then, um, she calls me, uh, she's, she's in the bathroom and, and, and a very, very convincing voice. She says, you need to call an ambulance now. Um, so I get them up on the phone and the way that Bridget conveyed it to me and then her body position, you know, just look, look like she was going to push a baby out. Um, <laughs> I got them. Yeah. I mean, the, it, there was no, like she was sitting on the toilet cross-legged, um, uh, yeah, she was very convincing that we needed to call an ambulance now. So um, mm -hmm. I got them. I got 911 up. I just started spitting out. It was just one way calm. I was like, 259 Simpson Street, 39. We're not saying the town. It's all right. Um, <laughs> uh, the, uh, you know, we got a 39 week, one day, 31 year old female having a baby right now. Mm -hmm. And that was it. And there as was... I'm saying this, yeah. Bridget yells, the baby's coming. Yeah, this baby's coming. Mm -hmm. um, so I throw the phone because she's she is literally guiding the baby out at this point, and I play backup catcher. Like I don't want her to slip. I mean, they're kind of slippery at that point, you know. Yeah. Um. So she she, she guides the baby out. I'm playing backup catcher, yeah. and um, uh, baby comes out. It's got the cord wrapped around its neck. Um, oh my god. It's not breathing. Oh my god. Uh, so yeah, I, I let her pull it all the way out, and then I unwrap the. cord from baby's neck and wow. then we you gave her mouth to mouth yeah I, I gave her a couple rescue breaths um i wow. sucked out some of the amniotic fluid and uh -huh. then i gave her a quick light little couple puffs to get her started dude i don't know if that was the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do i've tried to look on literature to see it but i know they always suck out the right. fluid you know when the baby's born and get some stimulus going yeah just um, instinct but yeah, yeah she didn't yeah and she she didn't breathe for maybe about 15 30 seconds um and then about a minute into it or so, she let out this really good cry. Wow. And then it was it, me and Bree freaked out, high fived at that point. Yeah. <laughs> like I was calm. I was, was calm before the baby came. Yeah. And then um, Bree, you know, was obviously having contractions. Baby came. Bree was cool as a cucumber. And as soon as baby was breathing, I was like, holy, holy surreal freaking moment here, man. Like I was just, I don't know, it was, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. Wow. But I mean, if you, you you go back and you look at our phone log. I called, um, I called nine one one at like four fifty four, four fifty six or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, my mom, my my mom, you know, bless her soul, she was she was with us, but she was freaking out. She really wouldn't help in the situation. That's not her fault. Like it's a pretty traumatic thing <laughs> to see. Yeah, there's not a whole lot she can do. So as I threw the phone, I accidentally hung up. So she hands me the phone back, and she had she's like, I can't get anybody on the phone. And I look at it, and she had dialed. 911. So I yelled at her. I was like, it's 911. Everybody knows that. <laughs> so she dialed 911 back. So that third phone call, when we got EMS back on the line, was at, at 4:58. So everything went down between 4:56 and 4:58. Yeah. Um, Holy crap. So yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. I mean, there's. And that's the thing. Like, I, you know, I, I've dealt with like wilderness first responder, like boon management out in the field and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. those are different. Like, I, I can stop bleeding. I can. I can help somebody and, and I can, I can buy myself time with right. a baby. There's, 
that baby's coming. Like there's, yeah, there's no way to stop that. Like, yeah. you know, so it was, that's it was a, that's intense. a, it was intense, but I mean, I, I, I mean, it was an awesome box to check. Uh, yeah, it, it's pretty, pretty cool. And yeah. it, you know, and so, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, I think it likes for, sorry, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I think for me, like it was mm-hmm. just seeing her uh, breathe and hearing mm-hmm. her cry. Like after that, there was just, I don't know, there was just a sense of a calm. Like yeah. it was like, once you just see your kid breathe, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. everything's fine after that. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, I think we had to wait um, another 15, 16 minutes before EMS showed up. So. Yeah. And that's, um, and you know what, I, it was fine. I mean, yeah. and we just had that like perfect, I think, family moment where it was just the three of us. It was quiet. Yeah. yeah and, it was, it was and we were really in our cool. home and, yeah. and it was like this just amazing bonding moment that all three of us got to have. And then, you know, we got taken to the hospital and then of course, you know, it's all the hospital stuff. Like you get your tests done and, and th- right. things like that. But, um, I don't know, like, I don't think that while I would definitely promote, having a medical professional there like i wouldn't <laughs> want to do that again like the way that we did it um i don't know i don't think i would honestly change anything it was it was a special yeah special circumstance yeah wow well you guys did a tremendous job tommy good on you for thinking fast and everything i have no idea if i'd react that way i mean i'd like to say that instinct would probably kick in and i'd do the same thing but you just never know and then Bridget, you as well. That's that's amazing. It's an amazing story. I don't know if any other woman would react the same way as well. Probably somebody would just freak out, and who knows what they would do. But yeah, good on you guys, definitely. Instincts are crazy, man. And it, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I love my wife, and I think she's, you know, she's ten feet tall. Um, <laughs> but I mean, she's five foot, you know, four. I, I just didn't think that she could deliver her own baby, and she, I mean, she is truly a badass. And it's just amazing what comes in small packages, you know. Oh yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. So Shannon Marie's doing really well. Uh, she's about what yeah. two weeks old now. Yes. Yep. All right. Yep. Two yeah. should be three weeks on Sunday, and she's getting fat, and she's eating all the time, and she's got her <laughs> eyes wide open, and she's she's quite the lovely little baby. Yes. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. I did see some of the baby pictures. They are great. It's really awesome. So, what's next? Boy, all right. So, well, well, we got home. Well, hold on. We got we got home. So we had the baby on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got home on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I got home at ten o'clock on Tuesday. Uh, I had final exam starting Tuesday, so I walked at eleven o'clock. So I walked in the front door, walked out the back door. Yeah, and, went and took your finals. Yeah, did a did a week short finals, um, which is fun off of no sleep um and then i uh, found out i got a job in oklahoma city um so right now we're kind of uh, in limbo I, I start a new job in herndon next week setting up a weapon school for kuwaitis so i'll be oh, wow. teaching them how to yeah teaching them how to control their f-18s and and uh kind of being part of the uh the golf cooperative network there if you will wow um yeah, and then potentially we'll we'll actually branch out and work with guys from Dubai or Qatar and stuff like that, um, because mm-hmm. they're they're looking to learn how to play with their toys instead of our toys, hopefully. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, 
So yeah, the, um, I'll be out in Herndon for the next couple months, and then we're going to be moving out to Oklahoma City August or September, and then yeah. we'll be out there for five years teaching them how to uh, control. So it'll wow. be fun. That does sound like fun, actually. It sounds like it's right yeah. up the alley. Yeah, well, yeah, you want to talk about you know having being a weapons director and then finding a job outside of the military and yeah. your weapons director that's a pretty small niche market there yeah um that's really so cool. I, I yeah I, I lucked out so it's it's good we we'd like to stay i mean Bree and i love it here in in uh west virginia mm-hmm. um and we'd really like to stay and education was our primary number one leaving the air force mm-hmm. and um we've had a lot of a, B, and C opportunities jump up, but, you know, this has always been kind of goal zero. Um, you know, we're going to hit that. And um, so we're, we're, I mean, it's kind of bittersweet. This is going to afford us an opportunity, um, you know, to build equity, to live, to stay in one place for more than a year. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, we're kind of sacrificing staying at a brick and mortar university and, mm-hmm. and walking uh, with our classmates. But, you know, we'll, we'll, um, we'll overcome, we'll figure it out. And, uh, no matter what, I mean, we're going to get that piece of paper. It's gonna, that's going to happen. Yeah. So that's great. And Bridget, you're just going to play mom for a while. Well, I was supposed to start school full time, uh, this last semester, but Shannon was obviously, she was due around finals. So mm-hmm. I had to sit this semester out. Uh-huh. Um, and then I was scheduled to pick up again full time in the fall, but we're moving again, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I will probably end up starting again um, in the spring out in Oklahoma, yep. and I have three semesters left, and then I will be done, and then I will start job search. Nice, there you go. nice. And how's you have another daughter as well, Annalisa, right? Yeah. How's she handling this? She loves her new little sister. She does. Um, yeah. Her the 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 Shannon Annalisa interface is is good. Um, <laughs> she hasn't she hasn't stabbed her yet or colored on her. Oh, um, yeah. And they're really. I mean, Annalisa is really sweet with her. She loves helping. Like we we made it a point to have her to help us with or help us with Shannon. Like throw yeah. away dirty diapers. You know, grab yeah. this, grab that. Oh, you're such a good big sister. But she's doing these little things where she, I mean, there's a little regression going on. Um, yeah. She's doing things like she should. She knows she shouldn't do. Like today, she colored on a whole bunch of walls and windows and <laughs> and stuff like that. She knows better than that. But did she say it was Shannon? She was like, it was Shannon. I, I want yeah. her to. I want her to blame down on the baby, so I can be like, oh really? Oh, really? <laughs> That's hilarious. But no, she's she's doing good. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I think we're we have the perfect spacing. Um, for yeah. their ages, I yeah. think if Anna were a little bit older, it would probably be a little bit rougher. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so. wow. yeah. I gotta tell you, whenever I look at Annalisa, she she reminds me of a little Bridget running around. Like <laughs> <laughs> she's sassy, that's for sure. And I could just see her. I could just imagine Bridget when she was a little. Like I could imagine, like that would be her. Yeah, like, that just makes me laugh whenever I see her. <laughs> Well, she definitely got her mama's bad mood, that's for sure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a little ball of sunshine. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, no, it was really great talking to you guys, really great catch-up and everything. I'm glad everything re- went really well. And like I said, you have a beautiful family. I really enjoy seeing the pictures and everything. So if anybody would like to contact the Bridger Tommy, just, you know, send me an email or send me a comment on, on the uh, – 
podcast page or something like that and you know we'll send some warm wishes to them and everything and i'll let them know that you guys said hey but that's all the time we have thanks guys for being on the show well, thank you thank you all right awesome <laughs> you guys you guys cracked me up <laughs> sorry <laughs> I'm looking at my scotch. (laughs) (laughs) Really awesome. All right. Well, you guys take care. And uh, we'll we'll catch you next time. All right. So there you have it, folks. A happy ending for a wonderful couple. An amazing story. Full of excitement. So when I was talking about the gift that I sent them, it was actually a diaper cake made by Lisa Davenport. She just launched her company, Cherished Creations, and that's Creations with a K. Definitely one of my favorite companies at the moment. She was able to whip up a big old diaper cake, complete with baby toys and everything, for a very, very low price for me. And she was able to send it out all within one afternoon. All I did was send her a message, tell her what I wanted, give her an address, get on her Etsy page, and then just make a quick transaction. She was able to make it happen and send me a picture within a few hours. And it was beautiful. It was so amazing. So I like her page. If you look on my page, you're probably going to see a link for her page. Again, it's Cherished Creations. So big, big shout out to Lisa Davenport for making that possible. Really appreciate your service. I appreciate your help and the quality of service that you gave to this man and the family of Tommy and Bridget. Well, folks, that's all we have. Thanks for tuning in. This episode was brought to you by Buffalo Industries. Rico on everything? I'm listening to Rico on everything. (laughs)